Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, after a week off because Steve had an attitude, this is your wonderful, trusty, dusty host of the awesome Heroes of Noise podcast. My name is Steve. Hello, everyone. We're back. My name is Dan. Welcome to the Heroes of Noise, episode 15. Steve, why does it seem like we've been gone for a month? It was only a week, and it feels like we've been gone for a month. Dude, I feel good. I feel great. I feel good. I would do this every day. This is a podcast I would do every week, every single day, no less. I'd even wake up at eight in the morning on Tuesdays and be happy about doing it. It's crazy. I'm going to hold you to that. I would do this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one. Not the other one. This one. No, I'm, I'm, oh, the other one's great. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Can you hear the squeaks? <laughs> Can you hear the squeaks of the backpedaling going on right now? Squeaks. Squeak, no, I squeak. love it, G. I love it. But, uh, Gee, I know they probably already heard the pregame, but what? how's your week been, man? What have you been up to? Man, just the same old shit. You know what? I'm not even going to go into that right now, guys, because if you want to hear how our week was, just go and listen to the pregame. It's pretty yes. interesting. The first few minutes are pretty interesting, I think, because uh, Steve and I had a heart to heart. So, Steve, let me just say, I didn't I didn't cap off the end of the conversation. Oh, OK. Yes. <clears throat> let me just tell you, sir. That I love you, man. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to do this show with anyone else. I know if you're just listening to this show and you haven't heard the other one, Dan sounds a little like, you know, uh, overzealous with his affection towards his co-host. However, I'm honored to do the show with you, bro. No matter if there's two people listening or a thousand people listening or 10,000 people listening or no one, I am honored to do the show with you, man. And, and, and likewise, and let's not do that again, bro, because I got feelings. And oh, don't. don't try. No, don't try to act like you have feelings now that I know you don't. <laughs> After what you just said off mic. You don't have feelings. Well, this will come to fruition, but I totally have feelings. I'm telling you, it almost got me. We'll get there. Gee, you don't. Anyway. <laughs> I'm a Vulcan. You, I did not know that you did. I did not. Uh, anyway. I'm anyway. sorry this upsets you so much. I mean, it shocks me. <laughs> you seem like you're more in touch with yourself. I'll have you know, sir, that a few months back, I was crying at all kinds of shit. Remember? Yeah, I thought that was you. It no. turned out it just was a fade. I think that was the holidays and missing my dad, to be honest with you. But no, I don't oh, know. Oh, that makes sense. But that totally what makes we're sense. talking about is something that will come up later on. And, and I, I'm yes. telling you, I'm on the verge, dude. I'm on the verge. It's going <laughs> to happen. But I, there is one thing that we didn't say in the previous episode, and that is how to get in contact with our awesome selves. This is true. This is true. Shall I? Shall I do this before we uh, carry on with this wonderful show? Please. All right, hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heroes of Noise podcast. My name is Dan, and I'm here to tell you something, a thing or two, if you will. If you want to get in contact with the show, you can hit us up at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. We've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, we've got all that shit. And the way to get it all in the one-stop shop that I've been saying is www.heroesofnoise.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that is www.heroesofnoise.com. We pay for that shit, and it's wonderful. Over there, you can do PayPal donations, hint, hint. You can leave five-star reviews, hint, hint. And you can also go to different links, and and you can subscribe to wherever the hell you want. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all of it, all right there for you. Hit us up at heroesofnoise.com, ladies and gentlemen. We're there for you, but will you be there for us? Thank you very much. Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome 
ladies and gentlemen, I know what you've been asking. Shout out to asking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's what you've been asking. What has Dan been watching? Because here's what I tell you. Steve ain't been watching nothing, really. Nothing big. But Dan, on the other hand, let me tell you something. Dan finally caught up on something that is important, A. B, shows he has no feelings. <laughs> and C, the rest of the world is already watching. Go on. I'll tell you, Steve, I will tell you what's going on. So, folks, it's going to sound a little bit different, I assume, only because we had so much heart to heart on the last one. You want all that other shit? Go to that one for that, okay? We, but we're going this is a, this the pregame was dope. I liked it. It was long. It went long and it had there was there was uh feelings that were happening there, man. But we're going to make this all about the show, all about the the pop culture if you will. So, I'll get to what I'm watching. I'll get to what you're talking about, but I'm going to start the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm going to work my way to the feels. The, what do you mean the feels? The you feel, don't have Dude, there's feels there. Feels. There, no, there's not. I have dude. felt. I have felt this week. You week's felt day. like, oh, this is interesting. No, you man. You didn't feel the show, though. Okay, I'm very curious to find out when exactly you uh, shed a tear. Every episode, almost. Every episode? Come on. Almost. Okay, not every episode. Okay. But well, definitely the one that you just glossed over, like, yeah, oh, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> I'll Dude, get to it, man. Happening? I will get to it. Oh, I, yeah, I've seen yeah. a lot of shit, Steve. It, it, you know, war changes a man. I've never been in yes, it, I, but I'm sure. I'm sure that it would. I believe it. I'm sure that it would. I'll tell you what I've been watching this week, man. I think you watched this too, so I'm hoping that we can have some back and forth on this here. First up is the Cloverfield Paradox. Did not watch that. Right after the Super Bowl, literally right after the Super Bowl, I tuned in with most of uh, most of you guys out there that have seen it. I, I would suppose it was right then. And I checked out some Cloverfield Paradox. I actually liked it. Now, I know you had already told me earlier this week that I might be the only person. If you're going by what Twitter's saying, I might be the only person that enjoyed this. I don't find that to be true at all. I think this is a pretty solid movie. I'm not entirely sure that it needed to have the Cloverfield label attached to it. You know what I mean? Because quite, yes, on, because quite exactly. honestly, and I'm sure you're, you're aware of this, it wasn't originally titled The Cloverfield Paradox. It was actually... I did not know that. Yeah, it I was actually titled The God Particle. Oh, oh! I remember reading about that. Right, yeah. yeah. So this was just going to be a standalone movie, and I'm guessing that Netflix got involved with this, contacted Mr. Abrams and said, hey, listen, you want to do a little joint here and figure this out and, you know, make a little scratch? And that's exactly what they did. At least I think that's what they did. They uh, went and they slapped the Cloverfield title on it. They basically turned a movie called The God Particle into The Cloverfield Paradox. That's interesting, dude. I think that this is going to be happening a lot now. I think that it totally has to do with the fact that there's a lot of movies that are like on the island of misfit films. And Netflix is just like, come on, come all children. And That's they're just, true. And they're taking these movies that, you know, may never have seen the light of day. Uh, for instance, Before I Wake is a perfect example. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that, yeah, was, true, that true. was just a movie that just lost its uh, publisher, I guess. It just wasn't going to happen. And Netflix was like, I'll take that. Thank you very much. Slapped a Netflix logo on it. And it was actually a pretty damn good movie. They were talking about this movie like it was going to be coming out at some point relatively soon. But, you know, I'm, I'm actually at work. We were watching the Super Bowl. Excuse me. We were listening to the Super Bowl at work because you don't oh, watch course, while you're yeah. working. You know oh, what I'm saying? No. <laughs> never. <laughs> never <laughs> that. Proper. No. Prim and proper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, yeah. I'm not even, I wasn't even at work. I was lying to you. It was, it was, Ooh, a, wait, where? come on now. So yeah, we were, we were sitting there listening to the Super Bowl while we were doing our work, of course, Steve. And uh, next thing you know, the commercial comes on. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is Cloverfield Paradox, and it will be out right after the Super Bowl. So I tuned into that. And I honestly, I think I was hoping that you would have watched this one because I'm very I'm curious to see what you think about it. I, you've, you've showed me some of the movies that you've liked. 
that I think are, this one's actually better than, I'm not saying you have bad taste in movies. I'm just saying that this movie, some of the ones that you've turned me on to, I think this movie's even better than that. I think it was a solid cast. The script was good. It was kind of funny. Um, and I, I'm kind of a sucker for movies that like, uh, let's see, like I love aliens, you know, where you have like a team that's stranded and they're trying to, you know, fight against something or what else is a good one? Like the abyss would be another one, even though that wasn't quite a, that was a great movie. It wasn't really fighting against anything, but you know, it's just that dealing with a certain situation. Uh, what's another one that's like that? Help me out, Steve. There's so many movies that are like that, that are, that are all great. Oh, um, I love this one, and I thought it was freaky as hell. Event Horizon. Do you remember Event Horizon? Oh, that was a good Such freaking movie. Such a good movie. freaking movie, dude. Dude, that was some spooky crap going really on in was. that doggone movie. People do not talk about how creepy that freaking movie was, dude. I think that one deserves a rewatch. Remember when like those barbed wires were around that dude's face? At the end, like he had the weird wires cutting into his face? Yeah, there was all, dude, kinds, of was dis- there was all kinds of disturbing shit in that movie. Cloverfield Paradox isn't really quite like that. There are some... I don't know if I'd call them disturbing scenes, but there is a little bit of gore in it. Uh, some of the effects are not quite so great, but I think that what they tried to do for the amount of money that they put into this movie, I think that they hit the mark. I really do. You know, I, I've been a stickler for endings lately, and a lot of people were complaining about the ending. Now, now let me just say that I'm not exactly the biggest Cloverfield. I love Cloverfield, don't get me wrong, but I don't go into the, 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 the lore of it, and I'm not the guy that's going to find the Easter eggs in it. That's just not my joint. But I think it's good. And I like all of the movies, in fact. I liked this one because, it, in my opinion, it kind of tied everything together. And I know that's what they were trying to go for. So, you know, it's one of those, uh, without really giving much away, it's one of those uh, multi-dimensional movies. You know what I'm saying? They're not multi-dimensional, like, not like multifaceted type of a movie or anything like that. Like literally different dimensions are involved in this movie. I'm not going to say how, but it has a lot to do with the title. Okay? And I just thought it was dope. I really did. I thought the, the movie was great. Let me just go ahead and give some credit where credit is due here because there is a pretty decent cast here that I like. And there were people that I just recently have seen that I'm like, oh, that's where she came from or that's what she's going to be in next. So the first person that I'm talking about is the star of the movie, the main character who's named Hamilton. Now, have you ever heard of, uh, I, I'm going to, oh God, I hope I don't butcher her name. It's like literally, I think it's Gugu Mabatha Raw. Have you heard of her? I have not heard of her. Now damn, I have though. She's pretty damn good looking. Let me tell you that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is. I'm just telling you. She's a, she's a little on the stunning side, brother. That's all I'm telling you. Just a bit. Just a little bit. Are you looking at her? Uh, no, I, I looked at her on the on the movie. The, the pieces I watched up until I was like, man, she's a stunner. Yeah, she really is a pretty, pretty actress. And I'm not getting all piggy with it, all right? I'm just saying. She's one of those people that go, oh, that's a very attractive person. She's going to be coming up. I just noticed we went to the movies yesterday, and I saw a trailer for A Wrinkle in Time. She will be playing Dr. Kate Murray in this. That's going to be coming out pretty soon. But she's been in Black Mirror, uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, and then some other. Oh, oh wow. Jupiter Ascending. She's been in more than I, I think. Now that I like her face is registered with me, I'll probably recognize yeah. her a lot more. You know, but I thought she I was. See that. I thought she was really solid. I thought she was. You know, she did a really good job in this one. Um, another guy who I really like in this movie. And I've liked him in pretty much everything that I've ever seen him in here, even though he gets a little bit hokey is Chris O'Dowd who plays Mundy in this one. Chris O'Dowd, you've probably seen before, Steve. He was in Bridesmaids. Chris O'Dowd. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Uh, he was in Molly's Game. We just talked about Molly's Game, so I know you've seen this guy. Huh. Oh, Chris O'Dowd. Take a look. Take a look at him. He was yes, even in, he was even in he Thor. Is. He was in Thor of the Dark yes. World. Yeah. He I, was a big, clumsy uh, guy in, uh, in uh, Molly's Game. 
Yes, he was the drunk. Yes. He was the he guy did, that, that brings, talked too much. He brings levity and funny to what most roles he plays. Yeah, I really like him, man. And I think he did a solid job, too. There's a pretty funny thing that goes on with his arm. And depending on who you're listening to, reading, or you know, talking about on Twitter with, uh, that was kind of like, I don't want to say controversial, but some people were like, ah, oh, that was kind of weak. I didn't like the special effects of it. But I found it to be quite funny. I don't know if it was necessary to be in this thing. It has something to do with his arm. That's all I'm going to say. But I think that he did a fine job in that. The cast was great. I like. There's really not much that I didn't like about this movie, and that's. But that's not to say that it was a like a great movie. You know what I mean? It's not a movie that's going to change my life. But I think that if you're going to watch this movie and attach it with the Cloverfield Gang, I think it's it's just fine, and I think it's totally worth a watch. I, matter of fact, damn it, everyone, I'm recommending that you watch this movie. Take it with a grain of salt. Not everything has to be perfect movie. Not everything is going to be The Shape of Water. But this is a really, really good movie, and I totally recommend you watch it, Steve. A little disappointed that you didn't, actually. I'm planning on it, bro. I, I am planning on it. I just... I, I do. You know what? I'm going to listen to your review more than anyone else's review. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. Well, you know what kind of movies I'm into, right? And you know, like, sort of my tastes and what I like. Uh, we do like good stuff. We don't always agree, though. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's great. Compared to some of the other movies that I've seen recently... Uh, yeah, I think that Cloverfield Paradox was, was if anything, it was a fun movie. And I liked it. I, I really do. I think I liked it more than most people did. But I uh, highly recommend watching this for the fun factor alone. That's it. That's what I'm going to say about that one. Cloverfield Paradox on Netflix, ladies and gentlemen. Do yourself a favor and check it out. Dope. What's next? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the last ones, everything that I've watched has been in the last week, save for the Cloverfield Paradox, because we did miss last week's show. So I wanted to throw that one in there. Um, I did try to watch a little bit of uh, Altered Carbon, but I don't really have enough to say about that just yet because I only got into the first two episodes. And I will tell you, did you watch Altered Carbon, first of all, before I start talking about it? Negatory. Okay, didn't catch like one episode or anything like that? No. Okay, well, I don't want to give unfair judgment just yet, but I'll be honest with you. It's a great looking show. It's a stunning looking show. It's very Blade Runner. A lot of people have said that it's um, it's got a little bit of like steampunk to it, which personally I have not seen yet. So that's what I'm saying. I think there's a lot of this show that that I, I don't. I just haven't seen enough to comment on it. I've seen like one and a half episodes, and I will tell you that from the one and a half episodes that I've seen, I'm not all that impressed with the storyline yet. But from what I understand, the further you get into this one, it actually ends up winning. So maybe we'll talk about this one next week, but that was part of my watch. And uh, again, I was kind of hoping that you'd have, you'd watch that. You know what? We should make it a plan. We're going to talk about a couple of these. So we'll, we'll challenge or not challenge ourselves. We'll assign some movies or TV shows, whatever that we'll judge after. We'll talk about afterwards and uh, we'll, we'll do a little homework on it and we'll watch it next week. What do you think? We'll talk yeah, about it. Next every time week. you assign me something, I do watch it. I know, but I don't want to be the assigner. I'm just thinking we should you agree should on a couple like, of things. Check this out. You should be like, check this out. It's, it's right up your alley. Well, there's two. You didn't say you didn't say that Cloverfield was right up my alley. You just were like, I'm interested in what you think. I just you thought like, you liked oh, all the right Cloverfield movies. I liked. Uh, you know what's funny? The second one I dug. The first one people gave it a lot of love, and I just it didn't catch me. The second one I liked though. I really liked the second one, and the cast had a lot to do with that too. I mean, anytime yeah, yeah, you get Goodman like, in it. Oh, dude. And I like Homeboy. I like Homeboy from News. Uh, uh, the news. Oh my gosh. How did I forget? I used to love that show. Um, anyway, I like him from that the show that he was on with, uh, 
I'm going to throw you a bone right now. You're talking about yes. John Gallagher Jr., correct? Yes. All right. So he was in Jonah Hex. He was in from Hush. The news, the, 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 paper, the news. The newsroom. The newsroom. We found it at the same time and I cheated. So. Yes. The newsroom. I really, really, really like that freaking show, dude. It ended and I was like, oh, no. But what are you going to do? So, yeah, he was really good. I'm a big fan of Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think I she was like great. Her. Yes. I liked her in uh, Scott Pilgrim. You know, I, th- I thought I she never was... saw I saw that movie and it didn't catch me. Either. It didn't catch me think... either. But I liked her in that movie, even though yes, she was kind I of did. a hateful character. I really liked her. But yes. she's just she was great in this one. And... I loved Chris Evans in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a douche in that movie. I swear. <laughs> he did such a good job as that guy. Did you know I'm looking on IMDb right now and on 10 Cloverfield Lane that Bradley Cooper was credited in this. Uh, he plays Ben, who's just a voice on a radio. Didn't know that. Maybe he just wanted to be involved with it in some fashion. I don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, he was in that, wasn't it? I mean, he was already doing a voice for that raccoon. So maybe he's just like, I kind of like this voice thing. It's kind of easy. Did you just refer to him as that raccoon? What's his name? Come on, man. You know what's sad? I haven't even seen the second one yet. I'll be honest with you. I just thought it was all right. As far as Marvel movies go and like Guardians. It was just okay. In comparison. That first one was dope. So good. It is still one of my favorites. I just, I don't know. Maybe I held it too high and I can't compare it to anything else now because I just thought that the other one was just all right. Even though it had well, Kurt Russell and everything in it, who did a great job. It was, and it had some pretty emotional scenes in it. I think that I would be in the minority when I say that, that I just thought this one was just all right. But people love that movie. People love Guardians dude, people too. adore that freaking movie, dog. People adore that freaking movie. It's all good. I'm, there's a little something I'm a little more excited to see coming up shortly here in just a few days. Just a few days. Little Black Panther, Bruh, baby. <laughs> or in Clovis, it's just called Panther. <laughs> it's just called Panther. That's another That's another pregame throwback right there, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> I think it's going to be dope, man. And yeah, I, here's what... It's not... They have 1050 showing... Uh, on Friday night, but I, you know what I might do? I might do a trickaroo. What's that? I might go Friday morning. You are seeing be... it next weekend for sure, right? Yes, yes. Don't you think it might be uh, empty on Friday morning? Possibly. I think that it's, I don't know, man. This one seems to be like a really, really anticipated movie, and, and they've been selling, pre-selling tickets for quite a while now, so anything's possible. people called off, like literally said, I'm not going to work? Then again, a lot of people work in the afternoons. So yeah, never mind. I think it just depends on the fandom. I mean, I know that I've personally taken days off to go see a movie on its first day. So it's very possible. Black Panther's going to be so good. I'm going Saturday morning, man. I actually, I was, you know what I did? I'm going to tell you what What? I did. I actually gave up pay. Gave up pay so I could go to see Black Panther on Saturday. That's a big sacrifice, G. It's That's right. a heck of a thing. That's okay. That's I'll make a heck it, of a thing. I'll make it up in another fashion. But you see, I sell cocaine, everyone. So no, I'm just kidding. I'm cocaine. Gonna, yeah, you know, like cocaine. You know, I sell the yeah, y'all. So it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, mijo. But um, no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out because I really kind of have this idea. Again, I should probably be talking to you this stuff like off mic. I kind of want to dedicate a show to Black Panther, man. Totally, dude. I did that. I think it's only fair. I mean, like. You know, this movie, I have it, I have no idea if it's going to be good, but from what everything that I'm reading and hearing, it's going to be one of the best Marvel movies that I've heard. You know, and that's I probably shouldn't put it on a pedestal without seeing it yet, but this is everything that I've heard. So, you know, I did a show about 
when you were you were absent that time, but I did a show about The Last Jedi. I totally think that we should do one about Black Panther, man. There's a lot of hype, a lot of excitement, and I got a feeling just from the trailers, which you haven't even seen, this is going to be a fucking nope. amazing movie, man. It's just going to be amazing. I think that, uh, here's the thing. If it's even, okay, here's a, if for me, I'm going to be totally biased. If I get there, Black Panther comes on the screen, Black Panther beats someone up, and then the credits roll, I'm going to be like, that movie was awesome. <laughs> it doesn't really matter then, huh? If you get <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes of Black movie, Panther, no. you're good to go? I'm straight. Now, I would bear, I, I think it's going to be more of a uh, listen. I'm eager to hear what you think about it. Oh, I'm going to let you know. I'm just really excited that that Ryan Coogler is directing this. And I oh, can't dude. wait to series. I really can't wait to see what, you know, I think that his his uh, contribution to the Marvel Universe is going to be as significant as James Gunn's. I think it's going oh. to be that big of a deal. And I haven't even seen Creed yet. I know. The world knows. I don't know why you haven't seen Creed yet. So. Because I'm not a Rocky person. Dude, it's not, it's not. It's a Rocky movie, but it's not a Rocky movie. It's in the Rocky universe, but it does have Rocky in it. But it's still not a Rocky movie. And I guarantee you, you, uh, getting back to what you're saying, how um, I have no feelings. If you don't feel for Sly Stallone, if you don't feel for Rocky in Creed, you are not a fucking human being. That's what I'm telling you right now. Here's what I imagine is going to happen. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Hit me with it. Movie starts. Find Creed. Or not Creed. Find Creed's son. Okay. Son wants to be a boxer. Sly's like, no, I can't do it. No, I can't do it. He convinces him to do it. They go, they get into some argument, and they're like, hey, I can't train you anymore. Something happens, and so they have a falling out. But then they come back together. Then he gets into the boxing ring, and he wins the boxing match just as Rocky dies. That is what I think the movie's going to be. And you would be wrong. What? You would be wrong. But you were getting there. <laughs> you were getting there, though. I'll tell you that much. I mean, <laughs> That is the yes. Yeah, because at the end of the day, yes, you are you are right. There is definitely a Rocky formula there. But no, that's not how the movie goes. I think that you're going to be really impressed with this movie. And I think you're going to be even more impressed with Michael B. Jordan's performance. I think, Which I, I think I mean, that I think you should watch. You know what? Star. You know what? I think. Yeah. I challenge you. You need to watch Creed this week prior to seeing Black. black? Yes. What? Yes, absolutely. Because then you're going to appreciate Michael B. Jordan even more. You're going to be like, damn, I just saw that performance and now this? Come on. Yeah, dude, like him and Chadwick Boseman are taking over every magazine cover. I tried to do your voice. I tried to make my high voice and it just just cracked. I couldn't even do it. (laughs) I tried to do the Steve. (laughs) I can't do it, man. It's fucking Fresno air. This recent, you know, it's funny because a few days ago at work, someone did a high voice and I was like, well, I know who they're imitating. <laughs> like that was supposed to be me. Right. And, and she, well, from what I understand of our friends that listen, like that's becoming a bit of your trademark. Is that right? Yeah. I think it's a good thing, man. I don't think I have what anything I- that I'm known for. You've got the yes, laugh. You You've got the laugh though, man. Right. Be- Ladies be- and gentlemen, doesn't <laughs> this man have a great laugh? Seriously. Like right now, <laughs> no. right now, seriously. Someone's like, you know, he does have a good laugh. He really does have Gee, a good laugh. I have, if you ever want to hear me laugh really hard, go back <laughs> a few episodes with Dan's knock knock joke. I don't think I'll ever laugh that hard on this <laughs> freaking podcast. It was such a shock. Uh, stay tuned. I'll, I'll, I'll get you again. 
I believe you. You should. You should. But uh, anyway, back to it because I know you. I know uh, uh, there's the, you. You like a, th- a certain thing called sleep. Me, I don't need it. You, you seem to kind of crave that sort of thing. That's not so much me. It's it's the rest of the house. I'll be up. Blame the family. I'll be up now. Hey, they're they're being good with this here. We're we're going, guys. We're actually going later than we normally do. So this is a little bit of a different dynamic. But I'm feeling good so far, Hudson. How about you? Are you feeling good? I'm feeling you great. Because when, when you say feeling good, mm. that means that you that have I actually have feelings. Sort of, exactly. I'm not going to bite say, yet. I'm feeling good. That means you have. I'm not biting feeling. yet. It's but coming. Anyway, it's coming. Oh, bro. I know. I'm just putting it out there every time you say something. Because, like you know, it's we're going to turn what the last thing we talk about is going to turn into a half an hour conversation. You bro, know, it won't because you, you can't talk about the show. You can't. You what cannot you talk about, about the show. I can talk to you about the first 16 episodes. You just, no, because you just looked at it. You didn't (laughs) watch it. I binged it. I I lovingly binged it. Yeah, you looked at people on a screen. You didn't invest in those 16 episodes. This is not fair to the listeners, so let's just get into it, okay? Oh, okay. All right, fuck it. So, because it... Technically, I did start watching that before I watched the, the other two I was about to talk about. And okay. quite frankly, it's it's much better than the other two I'm about to talk about. Guys, what I'm talking about is I, I went ahead and I took Steve's advice. And I'll be honest with you. In my back of my head, I was kind of thinking like, eh, this isn't the type of show for me. I, 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 I appreciate it. I'm sure that it's it's moving. I'm sure I was picturing it to be. Matter of fact, uh, Gail actually referred to it as a, a more of like a Grey's Anatomy type show. Yes, I can. Which imagine you know that, what I'm yeah. saying? Like a drama. It's a drama, yeah. is what it is. Yes. But holy shit, ladies and gentlemen, I my eyes have been opened to one of the best shows that I've seen in a in a very long time, and that show is called This Is Us. Again, with how good it's this just show is. So freaking from the first episode, the switcheroo they do, and I won't ruin it for y'all who haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, don't, because I'm glad you did. You you didn't do dude, that for me too, and I'm really glad you didn't. That switcheroo, dude. But it sets the pace. That switcheroo that Steve's yes. talking about sets the pace for the whole series, actually. Yes, totally. And and it's uh it's just an adorable story of a family that was a family against all odds. And pretty much the best dad that's ever been on TV. Milo Ventimiglia makes me feel like I'm doing such a shitty Same job with me. as Same a father. With me, dude. I mean, I am not that good. I'm not as patient as he is. None of that stuff, dude. How was he that wise? Like from jump. Exactly. He was good from jump. He was good from jump. You know who is really great on that show? And I am going to actually cheat because I don't know all the actors' names yet, but I've seen this dude in everything. Uh, maybe you can help me out so I don't actually have to cheat. Who is the doctor? Oh, the dude. The, I don't know his name. I've so, seen him in a million Oh, I found movies. him. I found him. His name is Gerald McRaney. He plays Dr. Nathan, uh, I believe it's like Krakowski or something job. like that. Yes. Dr. K, yes. as, as he's called on the show. Yep. He's the one that actually, del- uh, well, I can't, I'm not going to tell you, but. Yes. Um, and you run into him twice. The second time you're like, oh, oh, well, look at who's here. 
It's one of those things, I, again, you don't want to spoil a show like this. Yes, guys. I got really worried the second time he showed up. I'm like, oh. Uh-huh. No. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. Why? But uh, it was a really good... I mean, he has a talk with, with Milo's character named Jack that is so... No, he has a talk with uh, Mandy Moore. Or is it Jack? Does he talk to Jack? Well, he talks both to both of them, but then he has like a sidebar with Jack. Yes, and he's, I mean, that sidebar, man. That's so good. That was Emmy worthy. I mean, it was so good. Good God, guys. If you're not watching the show, I'm late. I slept on it much like I slept on Game of Thrones, but not quite as long. I'm glad that I'm getting to this now where it's just because we're just like mid season two right now, right? Yep. And if you, any Hulu people out there, I believe it's on Amazon Prime as well. uh, Just go. Stop listening oh, to us dude. and come back to us. Go put on For This sure. Is Us right now. What a fucking amazing cast this is, too. We've got Milo Ventimiglia. We've got oh, Mandy Moore. Stirs it. Stir, stir, but, the, but to me. Oh, dude. But to me. Oh. The star of this show is Sterling K. Brown. And it I think that he proved it. that just a few weeks back when he won the Golden Globe. Oh, yeah. And people knew. They're like, if anyone's going to get this. And then when they won Best Show, I was like, of course they won. Who else would win? No one. I mean, good. I really wish that I would have been into the show at the time of the Globes because I would have been so happy for them. Do you exactly. know what I mean? So like, I was so, when they stood up, I was like, ah! But then it's weird to see all the kids and you're like, hey, you're not supposed to be there. You're a young Sterling and a young Kevin. Yeah. You're not supposed to be in the same world. So it's weird to see them all together. You know, guys, I really wish that we could spoil this for you, but it's just one of those things that you're going to have to trust us on. Oh, for sure. Amazing. Oh, it's It's already it's already slated to have its season three. So I don't really know how they're going to be going. But being that I'm only on season one, episode 16, I have no idea what's about to happen. There's a few things that I know are probably coming. And I don't know if I'm ready for that shit because Steve, see now you were go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about this whole feeling thing now. Because Steve over here is under the impression that I'm not a human being with true feelings because I haven't cried watching this show yet. But I will say this. I've gotten quite close. And every Uh single time, it has to do with fucking Milo Ventimiglia and his wise words that he's telling his children, man. And it gets me every time. It's so... I mean, he is such a good... Here's the thing. Like, there's a part... Here's what made me realize this, this, this troop is not trying to shy away from anything. There is a part where, okay, young, young Randall is at a pool. Oh. And, and these black women are kind of looking at his white wife or white woman dealing with this boy. And there's a part where she just walks up to him and says, hey, look, do, does he need sunscreen and they just laugh and they're like, you know what? Yeah, they right then it opens the conversation. Talks about how he's bumping up on the back of his hair. Be like, oh, he got some razor bumps. Here's how you take care of that. And she I'm told like, him, oh, I love this show. And she told I love him, this show. What she says, she says, make sure when he gets out that you put lotion on him because he gets ashy. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, that's so, that writing room knows what they're doing, dude. They're like, look, this would really happen. And there's also a part where in the same situation where. They're deciding where to send Randall for school. Yep. So Milo goes to the black woman and is like, I really should send him to more of a, uh, you know, a different school. And she schools. She's like, don't try to use me as no excuse. Yep. She's like, oh, so you, what you did, you came to me for, for a black person's uh, <laughs> exactly. acceptance. That's of what exactly. you're doing. It was so dope. I was like, oh, my gosh. I thought they were going to go that normal route. 
And they're like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. She's like, you don't, you send him, don't, don't try to make me a scapegoat for you. It was just so good. And even now we're teetering on spoilers. You know what I mean? That's the That's thing. True. It's we're so That's teetering true. that and it's like, guys, I, I would love to just sit. I would love for us, for Steve and I to sit and break this one down. Like, dude, honestly, if we had the time, I would totally even though it's too late, I would have totally been down with doing like a This Is Us podcast. I would. Oh, I'm serious. I totally would because it's I think so that the story good. is that good. Each and every episode is a, is really a moving piece of, of film. It's great. And I don't normally say that about TV shows. No. And Chrissy Metz is doing a great job, too. Fantastic. She is. She plays Kate Pearson on the show. Oh, she does so good. And then you add Toby, who's played by. Toby is the. He's the dopest, one of the dopest characters. Oh, my God. I want Toby Damon to be my friend. (laughs) You know what I mean? He is so freaking good. I would have to say he's probably my second favorite on the entire show. It was so, but okay. Do you like Kevin? Um, I do like Kevin, but I like him least. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I, I like Kevin a lot, but I think that he has the least to offer on the, on the show. And you know, that's what I thought right where you were at. That's exactly what I thought. But, Man, I can't wait for you to. Well, catch that's what up. I was just about to say though. But I have a feeling because of how this show is just so solid Oh, dude. I know that he's going to, there's no redemption necessary with Kevin, but no. I know that there's just a lot more that's going to happen. And well, I cannot wait is, to see. Yes. He's always had, you could tell he's always been the kid that looks good, gets what he wants. He had the easy life. He had the easy life, even though his, his dad did not treat him that way. He wanted him to be just like everybody else. But the one thing you can tell is that they did, they did, you know, surround Randall because they understood you're going to have a different time. See, are we getting into something that we shouldn't? Let's just say we love it. We love Let's it a we lot. We love it because everything technically is a spoiler because I don't want to give anything away where they think, oh, something might happen. Then they're like, oh no, Stephen Dan said this. So be, we know that. Yeah, it would happen. be different. It's like, it's like for the, everyone that's watched the show, I know you already know what we're talking about and you're, and I would assume that you're probably agreeing with us. But if you haven't watched the show, the way they set it up, it's so hard oh to get into God. anything because of what happens in it. So, guys, just, you know, maybe we should, I don't know, because I really have so much to say about this show. So I think we'll, I think we'll that, make a separate podcast for it. You know what? There you dedicated go. Dedicated to it. There yes. you go, dude. That's what we need to do. Maybe we'll, we'll turn a pregame a, once into. Once you catch up. Once you catch up. Okay, fair enough. We will definitely do that. But, you know, just a couple so other things. Uh, and yes. Basically, all the characters are good. Getting back to Chrissy Metz, I didn't think that her character was going to be as strong as it was until you know just a couple episodes in but then when with the introduction of toby that that's such a solid team right there and that's like there's just a lot of moving shit that's so it's there's a lot of real shit that they're dealing with on this show and she just knocks it out of the park every single character mandy moore milo ventimiglia sterling k brown chrissy metz justin hartley uh, also, and I got to give this to him credit because I think he is so fantastic on this show. And I'm at a point right now where I don't know. I think I know what, I know what's going to happen. But um, Ron Safus Jones, who plays William. Oh, that dude right there. My God, man. He's st- his voice. Still, yes. Everything he says is a poet, is a poem. That's a good everything way of putting it. Everything he says is just poetic. He speaks in poem. It's just like, wow. You could have said... This is a nice day. Instead, he's like, this day is a day the likes of which I've never seen. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. You're like, whoa. 
That's it, dude. That's totally it. I mean, that dude is so good. And, you know, seeing seeing Randall trying to... And that's what I'm saying. You know what? That's what I... You know what, dude? I'm worried about you. You're worried about me? Yes. How so? You think I'm going to end up getting destroyed? Yes. I you know what? I welcome it because this show is the kind of show where I kind of want to be destroyed. Dude. Like I love he's it when he's trying a show to take every bit of time. He knows. He's trying to grab all the time. Yeah, right. Because he knows. He knows we yeah. have to get this time. And just so you know, Steve, that's where I'm at. I was actually at the gym tonight and I was on the cycle and I was watching episode 16. I'm right there right now. I already know what's happening. Oh, dude. And I knew what was going to happen, but it's happening now. Oh, it's just how, okay, okay, I know this is a tangent, but how do you stay on the bike for an hour? I don't know. I like it. You know what it this is? It's a long freaking time. I think it's because I'm on the upper level and it's just like I can, well, I'm, That's a, I'm, watching, I'm, at too. I'm watching This Is Us for one reason. So it's, I can just yeah. completely forget about what I'm doing and just watch the show. But you know, I'm what? on the bikes to the far right that are sit up bikes. There's two of them. Yeah. I'm always on one of those sit up bikes up on top. Yeah. That's me. That's oh, where I'm at too. They're, they're so comfy, bro. One of them though, their 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 levels are off, and one of them clicks. Yeah. Like if you're <laughs> if you're cycling, it goes click, click. That's click. funny that you mentioned that because it, I know the one you're talking about, and it it's it was clicking, but it's gone to a new sound now. Now it squeaks. So so I'm I'm on the so I'm on the bike. And I'm totally into this is us. And I'm just squeaking away, squeaking away, not really knowing that I'm squeaking away until I adjust my earbud and realize that I'm squeaking. And I look over at the lady because you know how there's the two sit down bikes that are right (laughs) next to it. And she's looking at me like, oh, yeah, you just fucking heard. You know what I mean? Like you can see see the look on her face like, oh, it's annoying. Yeah, it is very annoying. And there's nothing you can do about it. That's why that bike I I avoid. I go to the next one. That's and now that's where I am, too. I actually moved over and I had like a much better dog. Yeah, easy. That is a long... That's hard. My legs aren't strong enough to go an hour. I didn't know mine were, but yeah, it's it's. I love it. It's and great. that's a lot of cardio, dog. You are going to be losing weight like a madman. That's what I'm talking once about, brother. Yeah, once... But anyway, yes. Sorry, and we're off Everybody we're off watch This Is Us because I know you have two more things and one of them I also want to talk about. Okay, all right. But yes, right. if I could say anything, if you watch what? one thing this week, guys, watch This Is Us. You will thank us later. I don't know why I didn't listen to Steve sooner. And I don't know why I didn't. I just, I don't know why I didn't give the show a chance, but I'm so glad I did. It is absolutely my favorite show right now on television. So good. So So there we are. This is us. All right. So yesterday, Gail and I went to the movies and we went and checked out Winchester. talk some Winchester did you see yes, you haven't seen it please right? no and I'm very interested in this so I think that I have I had like instant 
I don't want to say affection, but I have instant interest in this because I have been to, it's about the Winchester Mystery House here. I'll go ahead and Mm -hmm. give you the synopsis here for the folks that don't live in California and probably maybe never heard of this. Helen Mirren plays Sarah Winchester. Sarah Winchester was the heir to the Winchester rifle fortune. Her husband passed away and... From what I understand about this, because the movie's not exactly based on truth, um, but it's based on, how'd they put it? Based on actual, oh God, how did they write it? it they, they did it very smart. It wasn't like based on facts. Based, basically what they're saying is they took the story of the Winchester Mystery House and made a scary, and made a horror movie is what it is. And it's not even so much a horror movie as it is like a psychological thriller, even though that yeah. there's, there's some ghosts and shit involved with it. But from what I understand, Sarah Winchester was eccentric to say the least but she was really into like the supernatural she was into mediums and things like that and she had the strongest belief that she could talk to the dead and more specifically she could talk to the dead of the the people that were killed by the winchester rifle okay so this could be as far back as as you know the first rifle ever made up until that point which i believe is in like the early 1900s so what she did was she she seeked help with a medium who told her that you know by channeling these ghosts and these these uh, spirits they would kind of tell her how to work this out and she started building this house and i'm sure a lot of people have heard of the winchester mystery house it's in san jose california i've been there it's pretty cool um it's supposed to be one of the most haunted houses in america uh, i don't know if that's if you're into that kind of thing i didn't find anything really haunting about it but it was really really interesting to be in there have you ever been there steve i have not i and it's funny because i've actually always wanted to visit only because um I think the most creepy part of this house is um, it's real. Yeah. There are stairs that go nowhere. There are stairs that go nowhere. There are, <laughs> you know, there are doors that fake. open up. Yeah, no, there are doors yes. that open up to just a wall, you know. That's crazy. But from what the story tells, like I actually obviously have the story, the, the movie in my head more than the actual story of Sarah Winchester. But her beliefs were is that if she built these rooms – she would. She had visions, and she would build this room, and it would be like the exact room where someone died. So there's a garden room where someone dies. It's kind of heavily into the story, by the way. And then there's you know there's just different rooms that if wherever this has happened throughout the span of of the Winchester, she would see these rooms when she'd kind of go into this trance. She would draw the rooms mm. out, and she had people working around the clock, twenty four seven. Yes, building rooms. They would tear them down, and the idea was that she would build a room. And she would house the the spirit that was in that room. She would actually seal the room up by putting 13 nails into this piece of wood oh, that was barring the door. That was the magic number that would keep them at bay and keep them trapped. And okay. and I guess it was kind of like, you know what, spirit, go work out your shit. And when you're when you're done working out your shit, we'll go ahead and tear that room down and we'll just build another room for the next victim, the next ghost that's there. So, okay. she, so she was constantly talking about ghosts all the time. This movie has to deal with uh, Dr. Eric Price, played by Jason Clark, who I really like, by the way. And I thought he did a great job in this. Um, he's he's summoned to go and see her. He's a doctor or a, I think it was more like a psychologist that was uh, I don't want to say he was down on his luck because he was living in a dope ass house. But he strung out. He had tragedy happen to him. He lost somebody very important to him. And he got into like the, he was addicted to, what was it called? Laudanum. Have you ever heard of laudanum? Yes, I have heard of laudanum. Laudanum apparently is like a, it's like a morphine slash alcohol slash opiate elixir, if you will. And he would just like put a little bit on this little glass, little dropper thing and just get fucked up. Well, and he would see things and, (laughs) you know, but he had a good time, man. He made it look kind of fun. I'm just, I'm not just, I'm just telling you. But he goes, he, he gets called, summoned by her 
because she owned 51% of the company. I'm not going to tell you the whole story or anything like that, but she owned 51% of the company and they were the other 49 were starting to wonder if she had her wits about her still. So I guess they worked it out to where she could have someone come over to the house and evaluate her and stay with her and decide on whether or not she was crazy. So when he gets there, you know, horror ensues and I don't know, man. It was a good story. It was a ghost story, you know, and and it okay. def- it definitely had its its uh, share of formulas, things that you've seen in, in most scary movies. You know, you've got the the whole, and I even talked about this recently, but the whole like I'm looking in the mirror, I move the mirror, and I move it back, and there's nothing there. I move it again, I do it back, there's nothing there. But that third time's a bitch, though. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> there's yeah. gonna something something funky's gonna happen. Um, lots of those. Some pretty good jump scares. There was a couple scares where it actually got me. Um. Like I think, I think I'm just a, an ending Nazi. I think that the ending was probably the worst part of it, but I didn't think it was a bad ending per se. It was just sort of like, okay, we got to wrap this up, guys. And that's how it took me. It was like a quick wrap up of the movie. Um, but it ended on a pretty good climax. And uh, Helen Mirren is great. Uh, she's I really like Helen Mirren. There's not much that I don't like her in. You know, I loved her in Red. See Red? I never saw Red. Oh, dude, watch Red. She's great in it. But Helen Mirren's great. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was good. Uh, like I was saying, the ending was a little bit on the weak side, but I didn't think that it took away from the film at all. I really wanted to this weekend, but I just, I was tired, man. I was, I was weary, Steve. I was a little bit weary. But I was, in my head, what I wanted to do, I was thinking, you know what, I'll get, I'll get the family up. It didn't, wouldn't have worked out anyway. We all had different things to do. But I was going to get the family up and just drive to San Jose. And then just go oh, in. Snap. Yeah, go in, wa- go to the movies first. Watch yes. the movie, then go over to Winchester Mystery House. And oh, do the that tour. would have been cool. Man. Yeah, and I think I, I don't know. Maybe if it's I don't know how much longer it's going to be playing, but I think that you know maybe once it comes out on on DVD or you know download or something like that, probably do that. I've been there before. It's really cool. They offer different tours. It's just weird now, you know, because it's it shows. I don't even know if it was actually filmed on the lot, but it shows. You know, it was like 1903 or something like that, San Jose, and. There's just nothing around it. It's just farmland, you know. But now, of course, if you were to go there, it kind of takes away from it a little bit because it's literally across the street from a mall. There's yeah. like a, there's a fucking Denny's and a movie theater and everything like that. But you know, but it's it's still this piece of history. And whether you're not, you know, whether or not you're into the, like the supernatural or anything, it's just it's an interesting story that they tell as you're going about this right here. So not only do I recommend checking out Winchester, which I find it to be pretty interesting, I'll give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three out of five. How's that? Fair. That's give, fair. I'm gonna give it a three or five. It was an average movie, but it was it was fairly entertaining to me. And I also recommend checking out the Winchester Mystery House just if you like, because really what it is, it's like it's like diving into the mind of someone that was she all there? Was she crazy? Was she haunted? I don't know, but it's it's pretty interesting just to see the way that this place is laid out and some of the stories that they tell, things that you know that other employees have seen. I, I always wonder, like, you know, if that's part of the interview, like, okay, so let's just get this straight right now, like. Somewhere along the lines, you are going to have seen something. Even if you haven't, that's going to be your story. Maybe, you know what I mean? You you had to close up one night and you saw a chair rocking when it shouldn't have been rocking or something like that. I wonder if they tell that to their cast members there. But still a very interesting thing. So check that out. Did, did you use your movie cast? I did use my movie, movie pass? pass. I did use my movie pass. Man. How was it, dude? It was, well, I've used it before. But every time I use it, it's it's very liberating. I love it. And then I found out something too. Because you, you can't do it with your wife. How do you get seats next to each other? Well, we didn't go to a place where you had to reserve them. We oh. just, yeah. So it was just a, and plus, you know, we went on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. So it, there really wasn't a fight to Jeez, see Winchester. Geez. But she woke me up. She wanted to, she wanted to spend the day with me. So that's what we did. We got up and we went to the movies. It was great. 
but you know, it's, it's actually pretty cool. And what I found out, unless it was a mistake is if you, because she, she just, I just bought her the movie pass today. So it's in two weeks. So she's going to be rocking movie pass with me too. And I'm assuming that because you can go at any time of the day, they give you the full amount for like a PM price, a non matinee price. So I ended up paying, you know, using my pass and then I got her in for five bucks. So that was pretty cool. Do you know what I'm saying? How did, wait, how? Say that one more time. Okay, okay, I know. I'm sorry. I'm babbling. But like, okay. So you know how like it's like, I don't even know how much it costs to go to the movies in the daytime. Like I don't keep track anymore, but I think it's roughly like nine fifty or something like that to go to the evening okay. movies. Right? Right around there, right? Ten bucks. Let's say ten bucks. I think because I went to a matinee price with and paid with my with my movie pass, I think that because they you know, it's like you could do it in the day or you could do it at night, right? So I think they actually give you the evening price, like they'll put it towards your movie. So I, that's the only thing I can think of because I didn't use any like regal points or anything like that. But she was able to get into the movie for five bucks. Do you know what I'm saying? So if 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 you go and you go for a cheaper price, they take it away from her price. Exactly. Oh, that's pretty cool, dude. I didn't know they did that. If you go to a matinee, then you're, the person that goes with you that doesn't have the movie pass gets the discount. That is really... Now... How are you guys going to do it when you have the movie pass and you're wanting to go and have a seat next to each other? I don't know, but apparently it gets worked out. I know because they have they offer the different movie theaters that have that. I think what you have to do is probably check in and then just go up and pick your seats. Okay, that makes sense. Because that's what I did. When I checked in, they're like, they turned their little screen around and said, these are the seats that right. are available. Exactly. So you check in. And we could just both check in and then walk up there and go bleep bleep, and then we got our we have our seats. That's how I think it's gonna work. Dude, movie pass is dope. So yeah, another free plug. Go get a movie pass; you'll love it. But the last one that I watched this week was Netflix The Ritual. So good. I liked that movie, man. I thought it was great. <laughs> I have a so feeling good. that you. Oh, I'm just guessing because when I when I've talked to you about it off mic, I think you may have liked it a little bit more. But I'm not saying that I didn't like the movie at all. I thought it was actually very, very cool, very original. And if I, if you're able to like picture yourself in that type of a situation, like that dude. would just be the scariest thing ever, dude. Dude, because I do I not mean. fuck around with like <laughs> the occult or or, or not yes. because I'm afraid of it. Like like I think there's supernatural powers out there. I'm afraid of the crazy bastards that are believing this stuff. Exactly. You know, in this exactly. case, I mean, <sighs> in this case, it's a real deal thing. But of course, it's a scary movie. But Man. What does the synopsis say on IMDb? It says a group of college friends reunite for a trip to the forest, but encounter a menacing presence in the woods that's stalking them. That is totally perfect. It's, they it don't is. ruin it? No. Because, I mean, because at first, in, when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, because um, it starts off randomly. Like, I'm like, what the? Cra-? It's a pretty brutal beginning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm man. like, geez, Louise, man, what am I watching? That liquor store it, scene, they weren't oh playing my around. God, <laughs> dude, I thought it was gonna take another turn where dude is gonna do some sort of Jason Bourne stuff, but it didn't turn out that way. So, I don't know. Would you do the same thing? Um, it depends on who it was. If it was like you, oh no, yeah, we're fighting. I'm gonna have to go over there and be like, you know, hey, hopefully, you know, crazy brother comes out and they're just like, oh. well, <laughs> Like I might be able to use that to my to my advantage, <laughs> but the the really good part of this movie is the facing your fears. The only way that you get through 
a dark time is by facing your fears head on. And that's what he was forced to do. And I loved that. And at first I thought, oh, this is just in his head. But when I saw there's a part, I'll just say there's a part with fingers. When he saw the fingers in the forest, I was like, holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> there is something in that mug. It got real, real. And the one guy I thought, there's people that you think are going to make it that don't immediately. And you're like, oh, this took a char. This took a little turn. The only thing with the movie is that I thought that maybe they killed off certain characters too quickly. You know, you're saying that you there went certain ways that you weren't expecting it to go. Yes. But I, I was just disappointed that certain people left a little too early and you got stuck with other ones. You know what I mean? True. But True. Um, the main character who is Luke, played by a guy named Rafe Spall, I've never heard of him before. Neither but I. I thought he did a fantastic job. He did an amazing... He was us in the situation. He's doing things. And the thing is, even when he's being brave, he's doing it reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like we would. He's like, why am I doing this? As he runs toward things, he's like, why am I doing... But there's something that's pushing him to be brave. There's something in his past that is just like, I can't be that guy anymore. That's what it and was, it, wasn't it? That's what I was going to ask yep. you. I think it was just like, he felt like if I, if I bitch up this time. <laughs> yes. Then and this is a way bigger thing too. Just barely. Two extremes, but both super terrible. Yes. I, I mean, think I'd rather, which one would you rather have, bro? I would rather have the forest situation because the forest situation, I'm, it's a mystery how I'm going to do this thing. In the in the liquor store, I know what those folks is capable of. I know what this is gonna look like. You know what I'm saying? When he's running, when he got pipes and a gun, I know what that looks like. The forest, I'm like, okay, maybe I can use my wits, but wits don't work with dummies. They just see one thing. Whereas if I'm going against something else that might be an easier person, but like let's match wit for wit, I have a better shot. I don't know, man. There was just, there was something about as you are, and I know why you're saying it that way, but the forest, like the, the design of a certain thing. It's creepy. (laughs) Like I, my brain was trying to gather what it was looking at. Right. Me too. I, I see one appendage that matches, but then there's other append, you know, you're kind of like, wait, are these two things? You're like kind of wondering and the way the way the forest created this lumbering feel, you're yeah. like, oh my! But man, with there's a part where it's going less than slow that maybe be like, oh my god, <laughs> it could dip when a certain aspect of the forest gets vertical. Woo! <laughs> oh, dude, I'm like, I'm out. That's it. I'll take Bruh. the liquor store. I'll take the liquor Bruh. store. <laughs> I don't care. And, and I wasn't that close it, to him. <laughs> dude, and and I think I liked the fact that this forest can use your brain against you. What do you do? When something can do that, and while you're paying attention to one thing, it starts wreaking havoc in other places, what do you do? I'm going to have to ask you about a few things off mic that I was a little puzzled on. I don't, I'm okay. not saying that the movie was so difficult to follow that it, that it, I just couldn't get it. But I think there's certain things that are left to interpretation, particularly yes. with Luke's character and, and his visions yes. and things like that. And, and yes, and that's and it's his re, I guess redemption would be a good word for it. Yes. But um, 
yeah, there's just a few things that I, I'm sort of missing something on. And I think that's mostly because I was like getting up to make coffee or, or whatever. Well, you know all what I mean? of, I know all of them were, uh, I mean, we all know all of them were, they were all seeing their own fears. And so, uh, the forest was using these fears to kind of pick them off one by one. Right. All of them were running away from these things. Whereas one of them wasn't, he would go forward trying to figure out what was happening. Everybody else was running away from it. So as long as you're running away from it, that thing could just get you. I'm going to say this about this movie that, you know, I think that, um, we're going to start seeing a lot more horror coming out of Netflix. Yes. It's the way, at least yes. that's the way it's seen over the last couple of months. That's I what think, it seems like. Yeah. But I think by far so far, this is my favorite that's come out. It's, it's a really original movie. It's very well written. You could tell that it wasn't made for a big budget, but what they did with their budget oh, was pretty dude. awesome. I mean, they, the way that they utilized the money on this, in this movie, they did a great job, man. They, someone had a really good vision when they made this and, they just knocked this movie out of the park. So guys, totally. seriously, like watch it. The Ritual on Netflix. It just came out uh, maybe a week or two ago. Uh, I just yeah. discovered it this morning and I, I had to watch it and I'm so glad I did. So very happy with my picks this week. Steve, Dope. what you got? I ain't got nothing, bro. I Literally, you talked about everything that I wanted to talk about. The only thing we have now is two more things. Because I know that you got a few pieces of news you wanted to talk about. Okay, yeah, sure. I do have a couple other things before we hit it. Um, the Han Solo movie, man. Solo, a Star Wars story. The trailer dropped the same time that uh, Super Bowl was out. And I'm pretty pumped for this movie, man. I really am. Have you seen the trailer for it? I have not. I've seen pieces of it, but I, I know that this is right up your alley. I think that the movie is going to be fun for sure. I think it's going to definitely feel like a Star Wars movie. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the adventures of a young Han Solo and a young Lando Calrissian and, and just everything that happened prior to, you know, ep episode four. The only thing is, is I'm a little concerned about Alden Ehrenreich's performance. Um, if you watch the trailer, and I recommend that you do, I know you're not a big Star Wars guy, dude, but you at least know how Han Solo talks and his mannerisms and all of that. Oh, yes. I got his gist. Yeah, I got the gist. You got the gist. That's a good way of putting it. Well, I haven't seen a good solid performance yet. They've only given us a few little pieces on the trailer. Alden doesn't say very much in the, in the trailer at all, but when he does and they're showing him saying it, I'm not feeling Han Solo yet. And maybe that's intentional. Maybe they're saving all the best, you know, for when the movie starts. It's literally the only worry that I have about this movie is, will he be able to pull off Han Solo? And I think I would probably feel that way. Even if it was, um, who's the guy that I, think that they should have had to do it. Uh, Anthony and Gruber. Uh, if you guys probably know that name, he's, he's got YouTube videos of him doing, you know, like an imitation of Han Solo. And not only does he sound and, and you know, his, his affect is totally solo. He fucking looks like Harrison Ford. In that fact, he, he does. And in fact, he played Harrison Ford in a movie called uh, age of Adeline. He plays with Harrison Ford and he played the younger version of him and he does a great job, you know, but I don't, I just don't know why they didn't pick him. It seems like the obvious choice to me, but maybe he, maybe they tried and maybe he couldn't, maybe he couldn't pull it off for a whole movie. I'm not exactly sure what it is. So I, that was already kind of stacked against Alden Ehrenreich, but then I'm watching him do it and I just don't see Han Solo. I just see a guy dressed like Han Solo flying the Millennium Falcon, sitting next to Chewbacca, saying the lines, but I don't see it yet. I'm really hoping that changes. And even if it doesn't, I'm sure the movie's going to be fun. It probably won't be one of my favorite movies of Star Wars, but we'll see. Maybe I'm totally surprised. I the, think it's going to win you over. I hope so. I really freaking hope it does. The only other thing is, and I don't know, I do this with a lot of movies. I did this with Planet of the Apes. Um, there's just certain times that Woody Harrelson kind of like, 
pulls me out of it a little bit because he's in this movie oh, as well. Yeah. And he does yeah, play, he, he plays a guy. It. Yeah. He plays a guy that like recruits Han. He says in the, in mm-hmm. the, you know, he's like, Hey, Hey kid, you know, I got this team I'm putting together. You want to be a part of it. All I can really see is Woody Harrelson saying that. Yep. I can't see the he character. Does that, that he yeah. So I'm really hoping that that's something that I can get past too. I loved him in Zombieland, but that was a different type of a character. And for some reason that just worked really well with him. I guess, I guess because I wasn't, ex- it was like a, it was like a new franchise that was independent of itself. It wasn't, putting Woody Harrelson into a Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? Yes. So we'll see what happens with that. And But uh, I am actually very curious to see what Amelia Clark's character is going to be like. I think her name is like, what's her name? Kira? Kira? I think it's Kira. In the yeah, movie. I'm very eager because it's going to be hard to shake, you know, Game of Thrones. No, I, I hear what you're saying on that. But from what I've seen of her, she's kind of, I don't want to say she has like a Khaleesi thing going on. But her delivery is is the same way. And she's got... Oh, boy. No, no, no. Honestly, I think it's kind of cool because I think... Really? I could be wrong about this, but I think she's going to be a villain. I think she starts off as a as a friend that becomes a foe. And that's really okay. all I know. I don't really... I'm completely speculating because I'm just... Okay. All I've seen is what everyone else has seen, which is the trailer. But yeah. I'm, I'm actually very excited about this movie. I'm intrigued to see what these characters are. And I have a feeling... Amelia Clark has won me over, man. Like, I saw her in... Before I watched Game of Thrones, I saw her in that Terminator movie. And I was thinking, yes. she's all right. You know, she's okay. I didn't even know that that's who it was. I didn't know she was from Game of Thrones. And, uh, but after watching seven seasons, man, like, she's kind of one of my favorites on TV. And I really don't think she's, I think she's going to be just fine in this role. She looks awesome in it. So we'll see how it goes. So yeah, I just, sorry, that wasn't really news, but that was something that I did want to talk about. But now I'll get to some news. How's that? Speaking Go of, for it. And yes. speaking of Game of Thrones, Steve, and also speaking of Star Wars, you see how I'm tying this all together right here? I see. I'm going to tell you about it right now. So Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are set to write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know if wow. people... Yeah. I don't know how people are going to react to this, but being that I'm even still on the Game of Thrones high, I kind of welcome it. But there's a reason that I welcome it. I'm kind of done with like, I don't really think that they should put them into a, into a movie. Like, I think they should just stop doing the Skywalker saga. I think that needs to end with episode nine. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But you know, we've got Ryan Johnson who's set to do another trilogy post star Wars. that has nothing to do with the star Wars, excuse me, the uh, Skywalker family. So I think that it would be completely fucking awesome. If the game of Thrones creators go back and I know you're not familiar with this, but for people that are, I'm totally down with seeing a Knights of the Old Republic movie, which is just all, it's before everything, Steve. And I think that it would be so fucking awesome to see them do that. And I wish we could talk about this. I'm realizing now I'm like going to give you references and you won't have anything to really go back with. You know what I mean? To, to shoot back with. Yeah. But, yeah. but look up Knights of the Old Republic when you get a chance. And, just, and look at the scenery and kind of just read like a quick little wiki on it or something like that. I think that that would be the perfect environment for them to set their trilogy. And I think that it's something that everyone's been wanting for a really long time. I've heard, you know, I've read rather on Twitter that some people are not that excited about it. Maybe they're feeling like Star Wars is jumping the shark. However, I've been hearing about Star Wars jumping the shark since episode seven and it has yet to happen. So okay. I think at one point we're all going to get sick of seeing Star Wars movies, at least, you know, the people that have been around forever. But right now, man, I'm like game on and I can't wait to see anything that I've talked about regarding Star Wars so far. I can't wait. I I think it's all going to be dope. That's one of my news stories, buddy. Okay. Now, a couple other things here. Just little minor news stories. There really wasn't a lot happening this week. Um, What else is it? I found out that Stranger Things got its episode count for and is beginning to film season three. I've given it some thought. 
Okay, since I watched episode two, or yeah. excuse me, since I watched uh, season two, and I'm really hoping that it's going to like come back up again. I, I feel like I lost interest. I was like when I watched it, and we talked about it on the show. I liked it, but you hear how I said that right there? That's how it yeah, was. It was fine. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. You know, it was cool. It served its purpose. And I think they're I, having one less episode next season. Well, it's going to be. Um, it's like eight episodes. It's going to be eight, exactly. Nine. Yeah, yeah, it's it going to be eight episodes. Left. So they made it shorter, which says something. That's true. That does it. I mean, only by one episode, but you have a point there. Yeah, and it says like, Ugh. It says that it's going to, Stranger Things 3, this is coming off a of screen rant actually, it says Stranger Things 3 will include a time jump in order to keep up with its aging young cast, which I think is completely necessary. These dudes are okay. all, uh, like this season, they all talk like this now a little bit. Be like, so anyway. Exactly. Like, Whoa. Yeah. 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 So I think that's good that they're doing that there. The other thing that I think is good on it is that they're gonna they're gonna leave poor Will Byers alone this time around. And I think they're going okay. to like they're gonna put the the drama on another member of the cast. I don't know who they're going to do this with. I don't even know if they have a full script yet, but they must because it's getting ready to film in the spring. But I would I would really I like that actually. I think that they needed to step away from that and do something different with the show. They have to introduce a new element into it and they have to get away from the the monsters that they've been using and, and the, the demi dogs and all that shit. I, I think that, I don't know what it is, but I think that they could have done better. I think that they were too quick to put that one out because they knew that they had to strike while the iron was still Oh, out. yes. You know what I mean? And, and you knew that the lightning strike is very limited. And exactly. it often doesn't have twice in a row. So. No, no. Stranger yeah. Things season one, it hit on nostalgia as we've talked about before. Yeah, it was a and it shock. Gave, yeah, it gave us something that we, oh, we like this. This is something that's familiar yes. to us. And these kids totally. are good. And I'm not taking away from the kids. They're all great actors in their own yes. right. But it's hard to recreate that, man, on a, on a, on a you know, like it a really sequel. Is. So it really is. More power to them if they can do this. I mean, I know I'm going to watch it. Guaranteed I'm going to watch it. But let's hope it's going to be good. Stranger Things 3 should be coming out, I believe, in uh, 2019. So we do have some time wow. to sit and think about these things here. Yes. That is literally it for me, Steve. That's all I have as far as news goes. Um, I only have one thing real quick. I just, I felt we had to mention it. I hate to end it on a bad note. That's all right. What are we doing with Quentin Tarantino, Jay? <laughs> like, what are we doing with this guy? I mean, <laughs> you know, you want to like the guy. You know what I mean? You want to, you want to appreciate the I art mean, that he's put out, the movies that he's put out. And I do appreciate the movies that he's put out. I think Quentin Tarantino just needs to, well, A, he needs to shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? He needs, to, he needs to stop talking. And do you think he's on the outs with Uma? Did you read that? Let me check. Let's, let's listen to this. Jay. I know that she mentioned him. So Thurman was filming a scene yes, okay. in which Beatrix Kiddo, a.k.a. The Bride, is on the right en route to finally confront the eponymous Bill. Okay, this is, you know. So, she had been warned by a teamster that the car, a manual that had been converted to an automatic, was unsafe, but Tarantina demanded that she drive it herself. Okay. So, uh, uh, Thurman quote says, he was furious because I cost them a lot of time, but I was scared. He said, I promise you the car is fine. Mm -hmm. It's a straight piece, or it's a straight piece of road. He persuaded her to do it and instructed Hit 40 miles an hour or your hair won't blow right and I'll make you do it again. But that was a death box that I was in. The seat wasn't screwed down properly. It was a sand road and it was not a straight road. So it said, the um, uh, she, you know, she got into a crash. She immediately lost control of the vehicle and slammed it to a tree. 
She said, the steering wheel was in my belly and my legs were jammed under, the, under me. I felt the searing pain and thought, oh my God, I'm never going to walk again. When I came back from the hospital in a neck brace with my knees damaged and a large massive egg on my head and a concussion, I wanted to see the car and I was very upset. Quentin and I had an enormous fight and I accused him of trying to kill me. And he was very angry at that. I guess understandably because he didn't feel like he tried to kill me. Now, she says... Tarantino was happy to assist in certain scenes in which her character Beatrix was assaulted. It was Tarantino who spit on on Thurman in the scene where Michael Madsen spits on her. And it was Tarantino again who like it was his out. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. He just he just decided that I'm going to be the one that spits on her. Yes, that's fucking weird. And he choked her out with a chain in the scene where she's choked out with Team Assassin Go-Go. Oh, you gotta, you know. He no, I'm just kidding. choked her out. Jim. That's that's wild, man. That's almost like he's what um, living, a, living a fantasy with, with her. Because I know he was all into, like, like her feet and shit. Like, he was... Yeah, he dude. Was, he was... I know that at one point he called her his muse. He he had a hang-up with her, for sure. And I didn't... Weren't they seeing each other for a little while? I don't know. Like, recently, but I, know, I thought... I think it's a situation now that we have to, I mean, we know Quentin's a douche. We know that. Yeah, but he like objectified her yes. for the purposes of getting off, it seems like. Yeah, you and know? when you have stunt people saying, she shouldn't be in this car. This is not a good idea. And he's like, oh, screw it. What are you going to, come on, hurry up and do it. And he's, a, you know, he has a, he's a very imposing person. And she did it and then crashed just like everybody said she would. Seems to me like he gets off on putting her in peril. Yes. Like that's and like I a real thing. I would be surprised if know? it's not just her. The only I reason, would, the only think, reason that I'm kind of focusing on that is A, you know, you're telling me an Uma story. But yeah. I just know that, like I said, he was really, really into her as far as calling him, you know, calling her his muse. And I know he had a big, I know he's a big feet guy, but he had a big thing with her feet for some reason. I remember reading that. So he, he was fetishy about her. I wonder if this is going to knock him because, and Harvey Weinstein for the first time confirmed all these stories. He's like, look over there. (laughs) Look over there. Don't look at me. Look over there. Yeah. Well, Can't say I blame Harvey, but I'm still not defending Harvey. You know what I mean? Um, now, he didn't co-sign. Like, he says that a lot of stuff happened. He didn't necessarily individually co-sign the Quentin thing. Right. But Quentin hasn't said anything about this. He won't deny it. I don't know. Sometimes silence speaks volumes, though, right? So, what is like, this Especially mean? when you're someone like Quentin Tarantino that never shuts yes. up. Yes. Silence speaks What's volumes. It? Do you think this is going to have the Weinstein effect? Yeah, to some degree. I mean, I don't think it's going to be the the to the effect. I mean, you're dealing with two different types of thing. Yeah, two very true. Two, very true. you know, two very different types of things. So yes. I don't think it's going to get to that level. But I will say that I'm willing to bet it all that will it's going to affect his movie, like his ticket sales on the upcoming movie. Yes, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney places like Disney are just like, you know what? No, we're not going to mess with this guy. Well, isn't that kind of why? He, I don't know if that's why, but he was obviously shopping his his. Shopping himself. Oh yeah, yeah to, to anywhere that wasn't Disney, no Miramax involvement or anything like that. So, They're yeah, like I think not. I think that the damage is already done. It's just a matter of what comes out next, on whether it's going to get worse or not. But I 100% think it's going to affect his ticket sales, especially right okay. now. We shall see. We shall see. And that's the end of our news segment. That's the end of our. But it it brings us back before we leave, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, hold on to your seats. In celebration of Black History Month. 
Dan is a cultured individual. He's a person that I believe has a lot of culture. He has a good circle of friends. He I've, has got, a good, I've got some. I've got some. Yes. You have a good spread, is what they say. And so I decided in honor of Black History Month that we're going to play a game that takes us to the country of how black is Dan? Oh, is that what we're going to call this segment? Yes. So what it is, is where I, your host, ask Dan and our loyal listeners a series of questions just to see how black you may be. I don't know why I feel like I'm going to do miserably right now. You're not, dude. And you kind of got a few of the questions, so hopefully you did some study. I didn't. So (laughs) we have three sections, three things. Oh, Lord. Number one is TV. Okay. Two is music. Yep. And three movies. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, Wow. I don't know why you got me intimidated right now. Let's go. Let's go movies. All right, movies, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Number one. Hit me. What Spike Lee joint had Denzel Washington playing a jazz trumpeter? Mo Better Blues. <laughs> now there's a bonus question to that. Okay. Name three other Spike Lee joints. Any of them? Any of them. She's all that. One. Um, No, that's not. No, that's not. She's all that's not a spike. It's not? No. Okay, okay. Then I'll just go ahead and give you another one then. Do the right thing. Okay. That's one. Malcolm X. That's two. And hold on. Think about it for a second. Oh, man. It's on the fucking tip of my tongue. I know. I know more (laughs) Spike Lee movies, dude. Uh, Oh, oh, oh. White Man Can't Jump? No. No? Oh, shit. Why do I feel... I'm seeing, oh, you, I'm seeing basketball, yeah. but I think that's do the right thing that I'm seeing. In my head. No, you're really actually seeing a basketball movie oh, he did. Oh, God. What is it? Uh, I'll even oh, oh he got it game. He big, got game. There we go, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. You just nailed a number one and a bonus. Kinda nailed. I got him. No, that's killing. Technically, you got technically, like right. if this was a real game, you would have already counted me out because I did have two. No, but the question right you got right, right off the jump. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So Dan's knocking it out of the park. So right now I'm All outside right. the cookout still, though, right? I'm looking You're in. Killing, dude. People notice me. Hey, Number look at this, Dan. Two. Can't come in yet. Though. No. No. Number two. Who directed Boys in the Hood? John Singleton. Gee, come on, dog. <laughs> Come on, Dan. Did I get it? Yes, you did. Thank you very much. Great movie. I still love that movie. All right. Three. What movie that many call a must-watch in black cinema, directed by Robert Townsend, tells the story of a rise and fall of an R&B singing group? Oh, my God. Um, You know this movie. (laughs) Damn it. I want to say it's the one I'm thinking of. I know it's not it. Because... I'm just going to say it even... I'm not saying this is my answer, but... Yes. Something like Uptown Saturday Night comes into my head, but it's not Uptown Saturday Night. It's, um, no. It's a, that's an old movie from this. Um, do me a favor. Read me the clue again. I got so many movies going through my head right what now. What movie that many call a must-watch in black cinema, directed by Robert Townsend, tells the story of a, the rise and fall of an R&B singing group? I can freaking see the movie poster. I know you can. No question. Uh, why the hell does Uptown Saturday Night keep going in my head, man? <laughs> um, dude, I'm telling you, I don't think I, I don't think I'm gonna get this one. 
No? Um. Damn it. It's something like. Something Hollywood, something. You give up? No, uh, fuck. Hollywood. Is it Hollywood Shuffle? Is it no? That's a that's a Robert Townsend movie. Okay, okay. Then no, I, I guess I'm giving up. The Five Heartbeats. I remember that movie. Yes, but yep, I know you do. But I, I know. But I, okay, but at least I got Hollywood. At least okay, so I'm I'm with the director. So you are on the you were on the right track. I was getting there. I just couldn't get there quickly. For sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the last of the movies. Who played O Dog in Minister Society? Terrence Howard? No. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I don't know why I just said Terrence Howard. Um, Terrence Howard. That's that would have been someone else, man. Come on, that's man. Someone yeah, else, that's man. <laughs> I don't even know why I thought that, man. Um, oh God, what's his name? We just talked about him. I know. Um, I'm blanking, man. You catch me off guard right now. <laughs> Is there a T in the name? Oh, yes. There is, huh? And it's... Yes. um, Lorenzo Tate? Lorenzo... Lorenzo... Lorenzo Tate? Can't accept it. No, can't accept it. It's close. Okay, what is it? Lorenz Tate. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, technically I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm wrong. That's what I said. I can't accept Fair it. Fair enough, man. No, you're, you're playing. But you're playing had the square. right name. I could see him. Lorenz Tate. Okay. All right. All right. Now, music or TV? Mm. I think I'm going to have to go music because I think I'm going to do terribly on TV. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Name. Because you know why? Seven. Because I think that you're going to draw. I just have a feeling you're going to draw from the 90s. And I think I I'm going to do. Gonna I think I'm going to do terribly, but just that's I'm foreshadowing. And 80s. I'm foreshadowing. And 80s. Okay. Okay. Music. So number one, name seven Earth, Wind, and Fire songs. Okay. Probably going to be the most generic ones of the bunch. That's okay. Uh, you got Fantasy, which is one of the dopest songs yes. ever. Dope. Um, and the other thing too is I wonder if I'm going to call them by the wrong name. Either you know what these I'll let that go. Sing a song. Yes. Sing a song. Right? Uh, <laughs> um, oh, God. I can I can sing every one of them to you. I just, I'm trying to remember the titles now. Um, <laughs> Oh, shit. That one I need the I need the name because that is reason. A, that's like reasons. A, yeah, yeah. That's it. I had to think about it. Um, September four. Uh, did they do Boogie Wonderland? Yes. Okay, that's five. five. How many am I supposed to name? Seven. Oh shit. Uh, In the stone. Yes, six. And I'm just going through them right now here. Uh, in my head, I, it's, you know what it is. I'm trying to do this to where it's not boring the people with silence. She let the. It's okay because they're they're either throwing something at the radio or they're running through their brains too. Um. Fuck. I don't even remember my my uh, my choices now. 
In, in the Stone was a good pull. Oh, shit. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Um, Go. That's the way of the world. That's it, brother seven. Yeah. Nicely done. So you got, look, dude. You, I, my son's probably coming. disappointed in me right now because that boy knows Earth, Do you Wind, think and Fire. He could, you think he can name seven? Oh, like he would have been done minutes ago. You think so? Oh, I know so. Positive. If he was here, I'd, hey. if he was here, if he was here, I'd call him in right now. But he's not here. He just rattle them off easily. Okay. All right. Here's another number two. Name five Jackson Five songs. We kind of gave you up. We kind of, I kind of gave this to you before. So you should rattle them off, Dan. Um, ABC. One. Uh, you know what the thing is? I don't even understand why that was hard to me. Because I've been singing these damn songs forever. For your life. Dancing yes. Machine. That is a Jackson. Oh, that's a Jackson song. Can we go to the judges? Yeah, let's go to the judges. Let's see if Dancing Machine is a, is a Jackson song. What do we think? Dancing Machine. That's Jackson. The Jackson 5. That's two. That's, that's technically it. I two. got it. Yes. Okay. Now, so then, what you're saying is that I can't do the Jacksons. Then it has to no, be the you Jackson. No, you have to do Jackson Five. Yes. Okay. Um. I'll be there. Three. Okay. So what do I got? I got ABC. ABC Dance Machine. I'll be there. Um. I want you back. Four. Oh, it's the dopest song ever, too. Hold on. I can hear it. It's got that groove. Uh. Never can say goodbye. There we yeah. go. Five, ladies Come and gentlemen. Come on now. Go, gee, you're two for two. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're two for two. Number it's kind of hard, though, man, because I'm just, I don't know. It's like the stuff I you're don't know. You're on the spot. About. That's why. All right. Now, this one's going to be, a, this is this is where it gets a little bit tricky. Okay. What incredible soul singer pinned the soundtrack to Shaft? Isaac Hayes? No. No. Uh, to Shaft? Wait a minute. You might be right. I think it's Isaac Hayes, bro. I think it's Isaac Hayes. So this should be, is Dan Blacker than Steve? This game should be called. No, no, I'm no, no, no. You're totally right. I'm sitting here. I don't know why. Like, it was either going to be, because uh, when you told me I was wrong, I immediately thought Curtis yeah, I'm Mayfield. Sorry. Yeah, it's, yes. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's Isaac Hayes. Thank you. You got three for three. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, there, I'm looking at the wrong answer. <laughs> I was, I was, right when you said chat, I was like, wrong. I was like, no, that's right, I think. You were just waiting See, for me to be wrong. Three for three. I'm surprising myself right now. Now, here's here's where it gets really crazy. Okay. Okay, G. All right. Like, I think you can pull this off if you just think. I feel like right now I'm invited to the cookout, but only if I bring some potato salad. Totally. Okay. All right. Name three. 90s era oh, shit. R&B groups. Okay, I think I could do Just this. Three. I think I could do this. Just I think you really can, dude. Um, Blackstreet. That's one. Um. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Uh, let me see. Uh, boys to Men. Two. And I'll just cheat and go B, uh, BBD. Oh, gee, that's not cheating. Yeah, but that's I, not cheating. But I also attached it to boys to man. I could have said ABC, ABC. BBD. That's what I should you have know said. You could. That's what I should you have said. You could have went Joe to see. I would have accepted. Joe oh, Joe to see. I know Joe to see. I would have accepted. Joe we go way okay, back. Now, we go way back to me and those guys. That is four for four. The fifth one is the one I threw in there as a curveball to you. Okay. 
What famous R&B songstress was looking for real love in 1992? Real love. Is it Joey Wiley? No. Uh, Pebbles? No. Is it Pebbles? No. Oh, I know the song. I think you're gonna get me, dude. Um, I'm throwing in the towel. I don't know. You are. Oh, you're gonna hit yourself, Mary J. Blige. Really? Yes. I am kind of hating myself right now, but yes, that's okay. because I was like, oh, he knows who it is. I just wasn't into. I just did not listen to R&B in the '90s. Right? Totally get it. This is it. This is your last chance. The cookout gates are, are cracked open, being like, he looks familiar. <laughs> Here we go. No Name? one offered me any food yet, though. No, no one yet. Name three characters. No, I'll say two. Okay. Give me two characters other than Martin, and I'm not going to even make it hard, on Martin's show. Oh, shit. Two characters uh, well, other G- than Martin. Gina and... Perfect. Shanae Other than Martin. Oh, sorry. Martin played Shanae. Sorry, sorry. Um, I don't know. I really don't. The only reason I, I gotta be honest with you, the reason I know Gina is because I used to go, "Damn, Gina!" all the time. But yep. But I, I, I would have accepted Pam, Cole, or Tommy. Oh, I don't remember any of them. You knew Tommy. I don't. And Cole. And Pam. I don't really. I remember Pam's name, but I don't remember. I just there you go. I didn't watch a lot of Marvel. Name one actress who played. Oh, you said you can't do this one. I did. Name one actress who played on Living Single. Yeah, I can't do that one. <laughs> I can't tell you. I would have accepted Queen Latifah, Kim, Kim Fields. All right, that's okay. Yeah. We're, we're on our way. No, Number three. No knowledge of that. What were the names of the two popular Waynes brothers in the cast of In Living Color? Uh, Damon and Marlon? No, Damon's right. Damon and Marlon Waynes? The main wasn't... guy is the created. Is oh, the one who oh, created. Crea- uh, um... Oh my god, I can see him with his mustache. <laughs> yep. They shoot in! They shoot in! <laughs> What's his name? From I'm gonna get you sucker. Um, yep. God damn it. Uh, Damon, Marlon, Tito. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh shit, dude. It's gonna come to me later. It's gonna tell me when you tell me, but no, I, I'm drawing a blank. Keenan Ivory Wayne's right? Yep. Yep. Too late. Now the bonus, the bonus question would have been, what popular pop star was one of the Fly Girls? Uh, Jennifer Lopez. That's it. Bruh, you should have got Keenan then. If you knew that. I know. It was just on the spot. Number four. What was Jimmy Walker's catchphrase on Good Times? Dynamite. That's it. And last but not least, the actor p- played uh, the actor who played George Jefferson on the Jeffersons was named Sherman Hemsley. Bonus: the actress who portrayed Roxy Rocker, Roker, Helen Willis, had a son who became quite the performer. Who is that? On the show, or it's telling you right yeah, now? Yeah, in real life, Roxy. You know the the next door the the neighbors that were black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see her. 
the her real son <laughs> is quite the rocker now. Who is that? Was it uh was it Was it Lenny Kravitz? That's it. Oh yeah, okay. I don't know why I know that, but yeah, I do. So So now bruh, so do you, I do I have a plate a, in my hand right now? No, you have a plate, bruh. I got a plate. You have a Dude, you did such... Give this man a round of applause. You did a really good job. I don't know how I pulled that off, but thank you very much. I mean, did you do better than you thought you were going to do? Oh, totally better. Totally That better. is crazy. And I think, honestly, I think with enough time, except for, say for like, say, uh, I don't even remember the name of the show now. Living Single, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I would know nothing about that. But I think... Keenan, if you would have sat with Keenan for like three minutes... Yeah. It would have, it would like oh, that, there it is. I, I know what I know what. The, no, I'm being honest. Not like making excuses. I'm give, I gave yeah. up for the sake of time. I guess I could have edited it, but that would be cheating too. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you heard the K, you started filling in the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, dude, and then the uh, the uh, you got everything else, dude. You got the. I'm shocked you got the '90s era R&B. I knew that it would take you. A, I thought it was going to take you a while, but you got it quickly. So I'm at the cookout, but I really can't ask the DJ to play a song yet, right? Like, it's got to come later. I mean, dude, if you're there, you're doing the electric slide. Oh, shit. Or you're trying to. Probably trying to and failing miserably, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Dan. Kind of proud of myself right I now. want. Th- I don't want you to tell them how to get a hold of me this, 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 this week. Dan needs all the contact that you guys can give him because it turns out he has no feelings. <laughs> so if you guys can send him some sort of love or support or something, because the dude feels nothing. I really Nothing. Don't. I don't. He watches This Is Us and just says, ah. I'm telling you, dude, it's like right there. I can feel the, the welling up a little bit, but then it just goes right back in again. I don't know what's wrong with me. All right. Well, we can't. The thing is, we can't wait to see you next week. And we already gave you our contact info. You already know how to get in contact. www.heroesofnoise.com, ladies and gentlemen. Leave a five-star review. Leave us a little donation for PayPal. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of it. www.heroesofnoise.com. That's it for me, man. Ladies and gentlemen, until the wonderful next week that we come into your ear holes, I've been your host, Steve. And I have been Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure playing a game with you. I'm in the cookout now, guys. I don't mean to brag, but I am at the cookout with a plate. So, there. All right? And I think I just got kicked out of the cookout because I said that. (laughs) So, how do you like them apples? (laughs) I'm sorry. Hi, I'm on the outside of the cookout again, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, I'll get back in eventually. Thank you very much for listening to Heroes of Noise. Peace. Peace.